0: Log TALK RADIO To start conference recording, press this conference is being recorded. hello, good morning if you are with us um uh, hello, hello Let's see oh, there we go right, yes hey, hey. hey good morning good morning, good morning everyone uh coming on, we are live. Uh, we are live, and we are, again, talking about uh, hearing the voice of God, and so uh, if you are just joining us for the first time, uh, today's a good day, because so today what we want to do really is just kind of have an overview. Um, there are seven keys, we're going to talk about seven keys to hearing God's voice today. Uh, just a real quick overview. Hey, Pastor Knight, good morning, Sarah, good morning to you. Um, hey, Sarah, Good morning. It's always interesting that both of you, Sarah, come on at the same time. Glad to have you both. Hey, Sister Venus, good morning. Praying with you as well. Hey, Lady Kellum. Hey, Sister Michelle, good morning. Hope you have a great day today. It uh, doesn't no matter what the weather looks like. Even in the rain, God is good. Luke Che, what's up, man? Even, man, even your emojis are cool. I mean, you just, everything about you is just so smooth with it. I like that, Luke. Appreciate that. Hey, Sister Portia, Sister, you're good morning. Good morning to both of you. Instinct. hey to the Shepherds, good morning, good morning, Latoya Smith, hey, good morning to you, glad to have you with us as well, uh, look, today, today's going to be a little quick overview, um, actually, uh, as we kind of get started, I know a few people are still coming in, I want, want to kind of jump right in it, uh, the battery, I forgot to charge the battery on the camera, so I have absolutely no idea when we're going to go down, uh, let me kind of jump right into it, hey sister, what's that, Peanut, hey Peanut, good morning. Uh, good morning to you. Want to want to jump right in? We've been talking about hearing God's voice, listening to the voice of God. Uh, maybe next week we'll talk about obeying, right? Because uh, hearing is one thing, learning and listening is one thing, but actually doing it—I mean, that's a whole different challenge. Than of stuff that might be our next series. I'm pray about that. Uh, but right now, right now, we wanted to talk about how do you hear it? Right? How do you how do you discern him from everybody else and cut out the chatter? Uh, before I do that, real quick, uh, Periscope, can we get some hearts? And uh, if you're on Facebook, go ahead and click the like. For those of you who will come on later during replay, let me say thank you. Whatever time you spend, you know, kind of jumping in and learning and listening and sharing is valuable, so thank you very much for that. Uh, this Friday, uh, this Friday, I got a couple things launched. So one, a uh, new book, and then two, uh, finally, finally, that website, it is, uh, it is done. And I'm just kind of going through and making sure all the links are up. No, that's not true. I think it's done. So Friday, what I'll do is I'll release it uh, just for just for those on the broadcast. You guys can kind of go through and look through and make sure the links work, edit it, critique it, give me your feedback. Because uh, I really just want to make sure it's resourceful. Uh, it has my name on it, but really my goal is to make sure it's resourceful for everyone else, so that it contains what may be helpful to you in life, marriage, ministry, and uh, and and your Christian walk. Hey, uh, this is Robin. Good morning. So, so that's the goal of that. But today, today, listen. Today we have our seven keys. Seven keys to hearing the voice of God. Uh, Facebook. I'm on a quick rush because I think my battery's going to die out. So I'm trying to get it before before we lose power. Uh, before we lose power. And and really today, it's from uh, this guy named Craig Von Busick. Craig, Craig Von Busick. He is actually an author, editor, journalist. Uh, he talks about these seven keys to hearing God's voice. I think we have to have one scripture today. Uh, the scripture I like to use is out of John. Um, if you go to and put that up, John, John 10, John 10 and 4. Uh, John 10 and 4, let me pull it up. John 10 and 4. Nope, John 10, 27. Sorry about that. John 10, 27. John 10 and 4 talks about the same thing, but john ten twenty seven kind of brings it all together for today's review because again you want to hear god's voice you gotta you gotta wanna hear god's voice and in john ten twenty seven you guys got that on Facebook and uh periscope just collected it john ten twenty seven simply says this it says uh, this is Jesus speaking it says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me right three 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 concepts uh, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me Matter of fact, maybe, maybe a few more. Let me just kind of dissect that for a moment. Hey, the Greenfield, my sheep here, which is to suggest that there are people who belong to God, right? And then he says, it's my voice uh, because there are other voices. you got to understand that. Pastor Banks, good morning. And I know them, right? Uh, the reason you want to hear God for yourself, not just depend on what others say, is because God speaks to us specifically. And then he says, and they follow me. Right then, there's the action part. And again, we we may jump into that next week, uh, but there has to be some follow-up. Like you don't want to just hear God's voice and then nothing happens. You don't want to just listen, but then you not leave where you are or lead to the next place or you know take some step of action. Faith without Work is dead. And and so you know while we've been talking about a lot in detail, here's a quick overview. Quick overview of how uh, how I believe uh, you know God speaks and we can hear Him. And these are really simple. I apologize for the simplicity because nothing deep, theological, revelatory about these. It is just, boom, there you go. The first the first way you can hear God is through Scripture, right, through Scripture. Simple as it is, you have to read the Bible. I know, I know people have started to bend to other authorities. They're listening to other ideas. Uh, we started to add a whole lot uh, to uh, what is Scripture. But let me just say that one, one of the, the most simple and most effective ways to hear God is to read scripture. I think it's Second Timothy, Second Timothy three, it says uh all scripture is God given and inspired by God, profitable for doctrine, is a reproof, correction, instruction, righteousness right? It has this long list. So listen, never force the opportunity to read scripture. As a matter of fact, many of you may jump on the broadcast and listen to me or listen to others, because you know there are a lot of people on Periscope and Facebook, live streaming. That's fine. Listen. But don't forget to go back and read for yourself. You want to have some personal interaction with Scripture. Make sure you do that. Second is uh, the Holy Spirit actually speaks to you. And the two go hand in hand. Uh, the Bible talks about how the Spirit brings back to our remembrance what God has spoken. So often what the Spirit does is now illuminate the Scripture that you've already read, right? Reading is retaining, Lady Calvin. You're absolutely right. And so if you can read it, then what the Spirit does is say, hey, remember what you read? Or when you read it, God speaks, and then the Spirit says, hey, remember, remember, what, uh, remember what God told you? Uh, the Spirit can't speak outside of Scripture. Um, but typically the Scripture is what holds it. It's what gives you some foundation. And I know that's a controversial statement, which brings me to the third third key, uh, and that is that uh, you can hear God, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, and brings Scripture back to our I remember absolutely facing. And uh, the third is uh, there's a prophetic way that you can hear from God. When we talk about the prophetic, uh, you know, we talk the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, a personal prophecy, and without getting into all of the doctrinal differences, let, let me kind of give you at least two stances on prophetic word. A uh, prophetic word can come from a person who's telling you, here is what the Lord is saying. Uh, right here's what the Lord is saying. That's the first part. And let me say this, that whenever we talk about here's what the Lord is saying, uh, you know, be careful with somebody who always gives a prophetic word that's positive, you know, your prophetic words shouldn't always be what's going to happen to you, what you're going to get, and how God is going to bless you. If you go back and read the Old Testament prophets, typically the prophets were given words of warning, and they would often say things like, hey, if you correct this thing, then God will. If you do not correct this thing, here is the punishment. But then at the end of the prophetic book, God would then say, well, here, you know, now I'm going to rebuild. Here, now I'm going to restore. Now I'm going to say, hey, sound 43, good morning. So you want to just be careful about how you receive that and remember I mean, that's just one way. The, the, other, uh, the other philosophy behind prophetic word is that anytime you receive what is considered to be prophetic, prophetic is really something that calls social action, right? Um, that depending on what denomination you're in or how you study, there is a prophetic, and when we say prophetic, it is social action. If you notice, the prophet always went to a group of people and said, here's how you need to socially interact because you have failed to do it properly. And and so you know there's there's a movement where social where prophetic preaching is preaching that starts a, starts a, um, a a social movement right a civil rights act a right for a group of people who have been marginalized and so there is no there, there, I don't want you to box prophetic into any one thing or any one way As a matter of fact let me go ahead, let me say this. Please be guarded against having to have any absolute. You know, if I could if I could bend you anyway, I would say, listen, uh, Jesus is the only way to God. And I really believe that there are a lot of denominational differences uh, that cause us to fight against each other. When we, really, when we can be unified, that uh, you, you can be Baptist and still worship with the Apostolic and the Pentecostal, uh, that their, their, their way isn't right and, and another way is wrong, uh, that God uses them all. Choosing one way to do it is okay. But don't condemn another because it may not be your way. So, so that scripture, there's the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart personally. There is uh, the prophetic word. Uh, there is godly counsel, right? Uh, Proverbs 11 ish, I think 11 ish, uh, where it is on counsel. Uh, the people fail, but in a multitude of counselors, uh, there is success or I think there is success, there is safety, depending on your translation. Uh, So find some godly counsel. Stop trying to make so many decisions by yourself. matter of fact, stop making any decision by yourself. You can be the authority. You can be the head. You can be the pastor. You can be the manager. You can be the chairman. And just because you hear from God doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it alone. Still check with someone. And don't always check with someone that you think uh, is necessarily above you. Sometimes, you know, running your ideas, your vision, your dreams, your goals, or even your God-ordained assignment past somebody that is a peer or someone uh, that may be somebody you pour into will really just ignite another side of the conversation. You know, God is, God is in a lot more people than you want to give credit to. And, you know, our, our naivety and I really want to say our vanity that causes us to think, well, I heard from God, so this is how it has to be, uh, causes a whole lot of trouble. You know, you're trying to hear from God, let the God of other people, it's not necessarily going to change what you do, but it might enhance it. It might change how you do it, or it might change when you do it, or it might add to what God has spoken to you. Uh, You know, I I have the privilege of pastoring, uh, you know, at First Baptist, and while I love it, and I really do thank God for the visions and the ideas you know, I'm I'm never I'm never going to just say, look, God spoke this to me, and that we're going to do it. And if God don't do it, you're wrong. That's that's ludicrous. Why would I do that? You know, the goal is one to hear from God, then two to lead a group of people. And at the end of the day, if God has other people who are going to be involved in whatever you hear, then why not consider talking to somebody else about what you hear? Get some godly counsel. Uh, and, and if you are afraid to speak to others about what God is speaking to you, then we already have an issue, right? Uh, if you have a monopoly on God because of your position, then we already have some trouble. Hey, Sister Shirley, good morning. So so make sure you 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 know you seek some godly counsel. Uh, what is this? The fourth, uh, confirmation, and they probably go hand in hand. Let me tell you, the, the difference between godly counsel and confirmation uh, is a thin line, but there is a line. Godly counsel is here's what I'm thinking, here's what I'm considering, what do you think, right? What do you think? Uh, And then this person gives you ideas, they troubleshoot it. You know, give permission to critique, give permission to others to critique you without them feeling bad about it. You know, let them know that I'm asking you to tell me the problems that are in this. Uh, But then there's confirmation. Confirmation typically happens when you don't ask a person their ideas or for their input. They just come with it. They just say, hey, you know, God may tell you or they may tell you, here's what's been going on in my life. You know, like we talked about a few days ago, you may see something, and what you see now brings confirmation to what God has already said. And so confirmation comes, uh, it, it happens in Matthew 18, then it's in Deuteronomy as well. Uh, man, I just lost Facebook. Um, battery died. So for those who are still on Facebook with us, Uh, You know, godly confirmation comes because uh, they just speak it. and two or three witnesses, God establishes things. Uh, The sixth is the peace of God, right? Uh, The peace of God is sometimes you know God is speaking because it just feels right. And I know that sounds bad. I know you're not supposed to move on emotion. uh, But the feel right for the Christian isn't emotional. The feel right for the Christian is spiritual peace. It is a calmness where I don't really know how, I don't know when, I don't know what, but what I do feel is that it's going to be all right, that this is the right move, that the direction I'm going is correct. And so you want to make sure you kind of hold on to that. And then lastly, uh, one, one thing we talked about uh, that, that he mentioned is circumstances and timing, right, that things are just falling into place right now, that it's just happening. It's, just, it's, it's like you are walking on a treadmill, everything is in step, and and many times you'll know it's God because of the circumstances surrounding you and the timing that God has put in place. So tomorrow, I want to talk a little bit about Houston and uh, just kind of kind of kind of be in prayer for that, as as many of you are, I try to figure out if there are any action items we can take. But right now, uh, let's let's thank God for these seven steps. You know, seven is a is a number of completeness, of wholeness, of perfection, and if you can. If you can check uh, into these seven steps, it can help all of us go a lot further in hearing God's word. Father, thank you for today. I thank you. I thank you, God, for the simplicity in which you have spoken to us, so that we can now hear from you. I thank you, God, for these these tips and these insights, and I pray. I pray, God, for implement for implementation uh, that we don't just hear it, that we don't just consider ourselves godly and holy because we spend this time, you know, on a Christian devo. Uh, being inspired and motivated, but, God, our, our holiness comes in what happens thereafter, in the actions we commit to, and how we alter our life for the better as we change and enhance, God, so that we'll be more like you. God, today, let us hear your voice. Today, God, speak to us clearly. Today, God, guide and lead your children. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You guys have a great day, and uh, Facebook, sorry about losing you guys. Uh, have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day.